This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Good evening, everyone, and welcome along to the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. We're looking ahead to the second round of Wimbledon in the women's draw. Eventually, after what has been a very long and exhausting couple of days, I'd like to say joining me is our WTA handicapper, Rory Giovanni. Rory, good evening to you. Uh, hopefully today will end some of the chaos that's been happening over Wimbledon the last couple of days. And we're looking ahead to eight matches, previewing eight matches for Thursday in the second round. But what a, what a joke it's been, this schedule. It's an absolute joke, isn't it? I mean, there was no reason why they couldn't have put on a couple of women's matches on centre and number one court last night because they both finished quite early and you've got lights. So, you know, they're under, you know, you're indoors. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's and now you've got the situation where you've got some players in the top half who have played their second round matches, whereas others haven't even started yet. It's It's farcical. I mean, you know, my outright hope Carolina Mukova still hasn't got started hopefully she'll get started this evening but not sure she will um yeah it's it's a bit of a farce we know what the weather's like at Wimbledon it always rains you know Britain's been going through a heat wave the last few weeks but of course as soon as Wimbledon arrives it all uh all goes to pot but yeah it's uh it is what it is I mean I suppose if you're looking at it from a betting perspective and, and compared to most of the tournaments, most of the tournaments on the tour, players play on consecutive days. So that's what some of the players are going to have to do this time again. So, you know, it's not something they're not used to or they haven't done before, but obviously a slam is two weeks. So there is an advantage, certainly for those at the top half. Igor Fiontek's already in round three. Your pick, Daria Kazakina, she's already in round three. I think your other pick, Petra Kvitova, I don't think she's got started yet. Well, she hasn't played. So, I mean, it's, it's scandalous. Yeah. And, and the reason why it's scandalous is because it's the British establishment, the old school, oh, we've bought tickets for, see, men's round two matches and women's round two matches. And nobody's saying, well, hang on a minute, let's, let's work this from a practical event. And and today, for example, this rain forecast on and off all day, they delay the start of the yeah. of the center Why court not start and, early and, and and but they like delay it and don't play without the roof without with the roof open and then they then it gets rain again and then they have to take off and just it, the whole thing's been an absolute joke really and I think what a disadvantage it is for if you're in the bottom half of the women's draw here where you have Pliskova hasn't played Kvitova hasn't played um, we've got uh, Krajikova's just one Mukova your pick hasn't played and like Swantik's rolled through to the last thirty two. I mean, surely yeah. people must realise there's a fixture backlog and they must know that the ticket they bought for round two may 
see a first round match. We're going to see a multiple Grand Slam winner. And probably it's a more competitive match than we used to in the round two. But because they've actually bought them for round two men's singles or round two women's singles, they, they won't change the schedule. And it's, it's an, I, I, I really, really got me angry today just watching how farcical it was and just watching, you know, just, just I, I ran, ranted about yesterday with, with the people putting their umbrellas up at any stage. But really, honestly, now we're getting into it. We get the, the big stars are being so protected in this Wimbledon. The likes of Sharonti, the likes of Novak Djokovic, the likes of uh, Carlos Alcaraz, they're always going to be on the court with the roof closed. And anyone else we picked as an outsider or anyone else we picked who can potentially beat them has really got to do it tough now. They've got to play back-to-back matches to be, actually catch up with them already. And the, and the other t- the other players in the opposite half of the draw are going to sit their feet up. But uh, that's my rant over. But uh, it's not yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, look, the forecast is pretty good for the next week or so. So, you know, hopefully... They won't have to play too many back-to-back matches um, before they're back. back my back fear, my fear is the damage is done. My fear is the damage is done. You know, if people have got to go back to back in, in, in over the weekend, and then playing on Monday when someone can have, you know, Igor Swiatek has dropped what four, uh, four, six games in the tournament, and she can have a rest up while other has got two game matches before they catch up with her. It's, it's a massive advantage. I think Sharonte and Novak Djokovic have come out of it incredibly well. But it's, the scheduling here at Wimbledon has been a joke. And, you know, in any other sport, it wouldn't happen. But in in, in traditional Wimbledon way and, and, and the way tennis <laughs> is, they get away with it. It's it's madness. Anyway, that's my round. Let's look at the matches for Thursday. It's the second round. Finally, we've got some second round matches we're going to talk about. And uh, we've got eight matches we're going to run through for you here on the, the podcast and on the TV show here on the YouTube channel. The first match we're going to talk about is Magda Lynette up against uh, Barbara Strikova. Uh, Strikova has got a good record here at Wimbledon. She's a former semi-finalist. Uh, Lynette is a player that hasn't really got the best of uh, grass court form over the years. She's done her best uh, action earlier in the part of the season in the Australian Open. But on grass, she hasn't been the better uh, best opponent, but she has a decent year. She's seeded here. She's my, uh, she's a 23 seed, but she's a heavy favorite, minus 195 against Strikova, who is plus 155. Uh, the spread is three and a half. Uh, Lynette plus 104, minus the three and a half. Strikova plus three and a half is minus 132, and the total is uh, 21 and a half, and it's more or less a pick em. It's um, minus 110, whichever way we want to go. Um, Strikova's definitely got the better. Um, Grass court stats are, uh, are here, but obviously she's way down the rankings. Hasn't that played a lot of tennis over the last few years with injury problems and all other things she's had. And her form coming into Wimbledon has been not very good at all. And hence the reason why she's plus 155. But a good win in round one. And uh, she's going to come in a bit of confidence. Yeah, these two have never played each other, which I was quite surprised at, given they've been around for a long time. Uh, this is the first time Lynette's made it past round one at Wimbledon. She beat Yil Teichman in straight sets for Stritzova. This is going to be her last Wimbledon. She actually took time out to have a baby. Um, she reached the semifinals in 2019. She won the doubles that year. She's an excellent doubles player. So, yeah, good good winning round one against Marina Zanevska uh, in straight sets. Came back from 5-2 down in the second to win it five games in a row. So she, that completed the victory neither came into the tournament in much form but but looking at the stats from that first match Stritzova had 19 winners against 16 unforced errors which is pretty good going on grass um 
Whereas, and, and also she had, she won 80% of her points of, of points on first serve and, and served five aces. Lynette just won, won just 64% of points on first serve. She had 13 winners against 19 unforced errors. Teichman made a lot of errors in that match, over th- well over 30. And as, as we said, you know, Stritzova's a much better player on grass. I think she's got a great chance here. Where Stritzova struggled in the past is against big hitters. Lynette is not the biggest hitter. I, I really like Stritzova to win here at plus 155. That's the official pick. Strict of us yes. to win this match at plus 155. A former semi-finalist here at Wimbledon against an opponent who's shown nothing at all on the grass uh, courts throughout the years. And uh, the reason why she has got the seeding she has and the ranking she has is because she's done so well in the Australian Open and her form since then has dipped. The streak of her, obviously, with the experience, her last ever Wimbledon, all the incentives to do well at plus 155. Would you be tempted by the three and a half? Minus 132? Uh... No, that's not my sort of price, but I can see the attraction. But I, I think Stritzer has got enough in her game to win this. I, I, I think she'll, I think she, well, I don't know if she'll win comfortably, but it, it could be a sort of, see, it could go three sets as well. So, and and the, and the risk with Stritzer is she can turn, she, she can switch off. You know, it's not out of the realms of possibility for her to lose a set sort of 6 1 or 6 2 um, if she has a bit of a, a bit of a flat spot, but uh, I think she can win this. Next match is a very interesting one. Uh, two players that are in form, doing very, very well on the grass courts, in particular Veronica Kudometseva, and she's up against Marketa von Drusifer. Uh The these two have met twice before. It's 1-1 on the head to head in 2023 this year in Miami on a fast surface. Von Drusifer won 6-4-6-2, and on the slower surface in Indian Wells, Kudometseva won a very close match, 7-6-6-7, Seven five, so we would expect another tight one here. Kudometseva is the favourite, minus one fifty nine. Von Drusifer is plus one twenty eight. The spread, Kudometseva minus two and a half and minus one hundred five. Von Drusifer receiving the two and a half type, minus one twenty two, and the totals a uh, total here is twenty two and a half minus one hundred three for over and under is minus one twenty five. Uh, Kudometseva is one of our picks for the tournament here at thirty three to one. Uh, she got through the first round without too much trouble at all against a dangerous opponent in Canepi. But it's fair to say Von Drusifer was very impressive in her first round match against uh, a talented American in Peyton Stearns. Um, the money's come for Tukutometseva here, only slightly. But um, I know it's not quite your kind of price, minus 159, but I think she's going to be too strong for Von Drusifer on this surface. Yeah, it's funny what you said about Miami and Indian Wells. You'd think it would be the other way around. With, you'd think you'd have expected Kudometseva to win in Miami on a faster surface and Von Drusfer on the slower Indian Wells, but it was the other way around. I, you said it, it was it was a good match against Kanepi. I mean, Kaya Kanepi has been, she's been giving seeds troubles in slams since about God, 1984. I mean, she's been around so long and just always, always a nasty opponent first up. And she's provided her fair share of shocks down the year, but Kudometova got through. Um, yeah. She, but I mean, we talked about her losing in Miami, but she really found form after that tournament. She reached the semis in Madrid and Rome, and then she reached the final in Ertegen Bosch, losing to Yekaterina Alexandrova. I expected Von Drusler to find Peyton Stearns a bit easier going in round one. Stearns has been suffering from injury of late. Um, 
I think illness actually rather than injury grass just isn't her surface um so Kudamatova's a, a worthy favorite for me the only issue with her is that she can make life hard for herself um I saw her in Madrid she was against Anastasia Potapova and she was well on top served for the match in a second set and then was taken three so you know she does have a bit of trouble closing matches out so that's put me off the straight sets and that would put me off the unders unders games which would have tempted me um I think the prices I think the prices were about right here um so no bet but I I think Kudamatova will get through but as I say she can make heavy weather of of things when she shouldn't We've already got a position on that match, obviously, with Kudamatova, our pick, and one of our picks to win the tournament here. So we want her to do well. So there's no need to go pressing at the minus 159. Uh, the next match is a quite an interesting one, actually. This, this is interesting me quite a bit. Carolyn Garcia, minus 278 against Leila Fernandez, plus 215. Carolyn Garcia's had a dreadful run of form at the moment coming into it. She's, gosh, she's not dreadful run of form, but she had a lot of injuries. She had a lot of injury concerns. She saw an interview with her where she said she had problems off the court as well. She got a shoulder problem, which caused her to retire against Kazakina. And she didn't play very well in her first round against Volonets, which she'd come through in straight sets, but it was nowhere near the performance you would expect from the French lady. Uh, and Leila Fernandez has had a pretty shocking year herself by her high standards, but she's come through the first round in, uh, in a relatively difficult battle against an opponent that she should have probably won a bit more easy here. Uh, Garcia is a heavy favourite, minus 278. Fernandez is plus 215. If you're looking at the handicap, it's three and a half here with uh, Carolyn Garcia, minus 118. Fernandez, minus 108. And the total, again, here is 22 and a half. Seems a quite high total when you consider that Garcia has got some injury concerns. Fernandez is obviously a, a former... U.S. Open finest, which he obviously famously got beat by Emma Raducanu. But since then, her form has dipped, hasn't it? Well, certainly recently. Um, she made really hard work of Katerina Baindel in, in round one, um, formerly Katerina Kozlova, some watchers might remember her as. She should have breezed through that. Ten double faults didn't help, nor did 44 unforced errors, but she got through. They've met twice very recently uh, at the Australian Open. Garcia won in straight sets in what was a really good match. She had to dig deep. The score doesn't really reflect that Fernandez played very well in that match and Garcia got through. They met again at Indian Wells and Garcia got through in three. Just, I, I'd like Fernandez if she was in better form. I just don't think she's in good enough form. I mean, Garcia hit a real flat spot against Katie Volonets. She won the first set. Reason well, she won it 6 4, just got the better of it, and then she went three love down in the second and then won the next six games uh, to complete the win. She only served four aces, which is a bit lower than usual. Uh, it just makes me think she's perhaps protecting that shoulder a little. Um, Fernandez will make her work, she's a good scrambler, she's a very good mover around the court. I think Garcia should win comfortably, but I'm still, I'm, I am worried about that shoulder. And we know she's not the most trustworthy in slams. So there, there are enough question marks here for me to, to leave this one alone. Yeah, it's a difficult one to call. Garcia, minus 270. If she was playing any other opponent, I think I'd probably fade her. But Leila Fernandez, not convinced by her form at the moment. 
And another opponent, I think, if you're playing any other opponent, I would fade is uh, the American number one, Jessica Pegula. Uh, she's up against Buxa, uh, Christina Buxa, and uh, Jessica Pegula is a heavy favorite here, minus 625. Oh, minus 625 on grass for Jessica Pegula, not for me. Christina Buxa is plus 460. The spread here is a massive five and a half. Pegula is minus 107, giving up the five and a half, and Buxa is plus minus 118 plus the five and a half start. The total is 19 and a half. Uh, Pegula is far from impressive for me, the number four seed. But books are not really an opponent I want to trust on uh, on the on the grass. But this Wimbledon is very slow. Uh, the, the wet weather around and the balls might be a little bit slow and heavy. Not great weather tomorrow either. So it might suit books here. Um, I'm quite tempted by the Spaniard on the handicap plus five and a half. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad bet, to be honest. I mean, there has been a tiny bit of money for books, and I can see why. I mean, she was, I think she was plus 475 earlier. Pegula dropped a set against Lauren Davis, which was a real surprise to me, because Davis usually only does well on very slow surfaces. Pegula won the third 6-3, but she just she's just not all that comfortable on grass. She's never got past the third round here. And Buxa, <clears throat> excuse me, she was 9-5 down in the match tiebreak against Camilla Rakimova and won it 11-5. She won the last six points in a row. Good stats from the match, though. She had 48 winners against 41 unforced errors. And she won 22 out of 24 points at the net. We saw her against Iga Sviontek in the first round at Roland Garros, and she put up a very good fight in the first set. She got bageled in the second, but um, she had Sviontek worried in the first. I think she can give Pegula a fair bit to think about here. And, and compared to Davis... She's got more weapons. She carries more threat. She's a really gritty competitor. I fancy her to take a set in this one. And at plus 155, I think that's worth a bet. But as you say, like yeah, the, the handicap bet could be an option as well. Um, but quite like Buxa to take a set. I mean, if I was feeling brave, I'd say a backer to take the first set. But... I think I'll just just stick to her winning a set plus one five five. So plus one five five Buxa to win a set against Jess Pegula. Uh, just remember these matches start around about six o'clock Eastern time. Obviously, there's a big backlog at Wimbledon as well, so you want to be on the outside courts. It'll be six o'clock start. If you're on the show courts, it'll be later. So if you want to follow these bets in or you want to have a little bit of the action, make sure you head to the Bet Rivers website nice and early to place these wages. They're very early start times because these matches are obviously in London at Wimbledon. Uh, the next match is an interesting one again uh, to, I would say, I wouldn't say veterans, but Lise Mertens has been around a few years, even though she's 27 years of age, up against Alina Svetolina, who's performing miracles on her return uh, back from giving birth to a baby. And uh, she won a tournament uh, not so long ago. She's just got beat Venus Williams as well in the first round. Venus Williams did obviously look really good and then she slipped over. So it sort of changed the complex of the whole way that match played. Uh, Mertens here is minus 67. Svitolina is plus 133. The spread is two and a half. Mertens giving up two and a half is minus 108. Svitolina receiving two and a half is minus 17. And the total here is uh, over 21 and a half at minus 124 on the overs. These two are no strangers to each other. They played five times previously. It's the first encounter, though, on a grass court. 
Uh, owners have been pretty much even. As Mertens won the last match, but it was way back in 2021 in a close match. And in 2019, Svitolina won. In 2018, Svitolina won. And in 2018, also in the Australian Open, Mertens won. So a long time ago, lots of things have changed. But both players um, sort of rekindling their career, really. Svitolina especially. And Mertens has gone down a level a bit. She's ranked 27 here for the tournament. But uh, she's not the player she was a few years back, is she? No, I mean she has shown she has shown a bit of form this year. Um, my worry with her is that she had an injury. I think I mentioned it before that she she didn't play much on grass in the lead up, and she beat Victoria Hrinkakova of Slovakia in round one, seven six six two. That was actually a pretty decent match, and Hrinkakova's had a couple of good wins on grass leading into into Wimbledon. Um, Svitolina, obviously, she beat Venus Williams in straight sets. Williams was injured. So there's obviously a lot of emotion around that match, but Svitolina got the job done. I had to look. I I couldn't believe, actually, when you said that Merton was just 27. I had to look it up. (laughs) because It feels like she's been around for such a long time. Um, Yes, as you say, first meeting on grass. I think Merton's is the rightful favourite, and mainly because her serve is that bit more potent Svitolina's serve especially a second serve is a little bit weak and on grass but I think it's I think the odds are about right I can't really see a bet here um it should be a good match and uh, I would expect Mertens to get through next match sees uh the person who produced the biggest shock so far in the women's draw Sophie Kenny surprisingly when you're talking about Kenny producing a shock and she's a a major winner up against Corey Goff, who hasn't won any major. But Safi Kenin rolled back the clock with a fantastic performance, brilliant performance, actually, to beat Corey Goff. Minus 205 for Kenning to win this match. He's up against Wang, who is plus 163. The spread is minus three and a half. Sophie Kenning, uh, giving up the start, is, is even money, and the total is 21 and a half. I've never seen a reaction from someone's win. She was a 300 to one outsider. She was slashed into 20 to one to win Wimbledon. Now, that's so that's a rebase on what we saw there. And obviously, she's a player that's seen it, done it, exceptionally talent. So it, we've got to respect her now in the draw. They've met twice before. Kenning won on both occasions. They met at Wimbledon in 2021 with Kenning won in straight sets. And for that match, he was a $3 favourite, minus $3. She's now minus 205. Um, difficult one for me here because we have to respect what Kenning did. And she won that game on merit. She was brilliant. It wasn't as though Goff had a Goff had a bad day off. It's Kenning raised the level to the levels that we saw seeing from her when she went on to win Grand Slams and challenge for Grand Slams. Uh, and and uh, but it's that auto faith thing for me when you have that yeah. big win. You, but this is an opponent you can sort of count that out. She's not an unheard of that's beaten a seed. She's a she's a major champion that's beaten a seed. So when you consider she was three minus three dollars when they met twenty twenty one. Now minus two oh five. I think that she will be a popular play with the Bet Rivers betters on this match. Yeah, I think she's she'll be going in a few parlays, I should think. But problem with Kenin is, is her consistency. You know, she's she's struggled for form over the years. She beat Arena Sabalenka in Rome, but failed to back it up um against Angelina Canalina. But you know, that turned out not to be that much of a disgrace because Canalina reached the final. Um Actually, I think we've just got a new contender for biggest shock of the first round because um, Karolina Pliskova has just gone out. 
um, to Natalia Stevanovic um, in straight sets. And she was, looks like around a plus 500, plus 550 shot to win that. So Pliska is out, which is a real shock. Um, I have to say, I'm not all that in, I'm not pleased about it because Stevanovic has quite possibly the worst grunt on the tour. It is uh, really quite something. But anyway, I digress. Um, Xin Yu Wang, we saw at Roland Garros, she got double bageled by Igish Fiontech. She's won three out of four on grass since, although the opposition isn't up to much. Penin should be favourite, of course, but I don't think she's a minus 205 shot. I, I am, the auto fade thing is in my mind, but more so her her lack of consistency in, in recent months and years. And I certainly can't have her about, did you see 20? I, I, I had 28 to one written down, but she was as low as 20 to one, really. Yeah. Goodness me, that's that's a massive, massive overreaction. Yeah, I know she's talented. I can't, I can't, I'm gonna look it up now. What's the furthest she's ever got at, at Wimbledon? It's, there are there are so many strong players in this Wimbledon. I can't I can't have her. She's never been past the second round at Wimbledon. And suddenly she's a 20 to 1 shot. That's madness. So yeah, she should win this. Is she back on track? You know, one swallow doesn't make a summer and all that. I'm happy to leave this one alone, but I can't believe she's suddenly. I know she beat Coco Goff. I know it was it was a great match. I watched quite a lot of it. The quality was very high, both hitting the ball superbly well. But I, I can't believe that she's suddenly a, a title contender now. Next match up, uh, Siniakova up against Herzarenko. Uh, Siniakova come through as a. Uh, match which I messaged you didn't I? I said Ken Win Zhang I said I thought she'd be the favorite and she she started off she was my plus plus one twenty five and went off as the favorite and won. But that was at a cost. She had she had the train on twice in that match. I watched that match. She was at the train on twice. And I'm not quite sure whether Bet Rivers uh, were aware of that because she's a minus one forty one favorite here against Kurzarenko who's plus one fourteen. The handicap is uh, it'll spread to two and a half minus two and a half for Sanikova at plus one oh two and total is twenty one and a half. Um, yeah, I watched the match and she, she struggled and, um, I'm not quite sure whether she's, she should be that very heavy favor, but she has been very, very heavily supported. I think they look at the results and if you look at the head to heads here, they've met, uh, twice before in completed matches and Tuzarenko won both of them. She won in 2021 in Doha 6362 and won the U S open 2018, 646 love. The only time that they did meet in 2023, uh, Tuzarenko actually pulled out injuries. So Sinarkova here, I, I think it's a little bit of a vulnerable favourite, despite her brilliant form. She's 6-1 and one on grass this year. She won in uh, Bad Homburg, but she looked tired in that win against Ken Wenzheng. And I think that uh, she was lucky to get it done because she was a breakdown in the second set, come back, and had the train on twice. Yeah, she's got a hip problem, and it's not great for her because she's best known for her doubles successes alongside Barbara Krajikova, and they'll be trying to win that title again. I think pretty sure they've won it before. Um, yeah, she's obviously in good form, but that, that fitness is a worry. She's against another player who is has, has had loads of fitness worries. You know, as you said, they met earlier this year in, in Merida, it was, and the Ukrainian, not for the first time, pulled out. She was a set down at the time. We saw Serenko pull out at Roland Garros against Igor Fiontek. Uh, in the first set, she was complaining of being unable to breathe. 
she does pull out of a lot of matches. Um, but yeah, that hip problem was a train out two, it's two or three times, wasn't it? The train was out to, to twice. I was, that I definitely and, saw twice. Yeah, twice. So yeah, it's definitely one to leave alone just because I mean, Sinyak is a good player on grass. We know that. Um, but yeah, it's, you don't really want to be backing players who've, uh, who are injured. Although having said that, your pick, Daria Kazakina, had the trainer out for her back in her first round, and she was absolutely fine today against yeah, but she was playing. She was playing Burridge. She I mean, was playing Jodie Burridge. Well, yeah, I mean, Burridge did have a good first round win against Katie McNally, but yeah, difference in class, and yeah, Kazakina got through very easily. This, this is a much, much diff- difficult match, I, yes, I think, yes. against I, a I, I proven opponent there. Yes. Okay, the final match we're going to talk about, we have Bogdan up against Parks. Uh, Parks, uh, Bogdan here is minus 225. Uh, Parks is plus 175. I'm just trying to find, I don't see where I've got it. I think I can't find it. Oh, here we go. The spread is three and a half, minus 122. Uh, Parks even up the start, and minus 105 for Bogdan. The totals here is 21 and a half. Bogdan had a very, very impressive win over Sam Sonova. And Parks didn't do too bad either against Friedson. Uh, Bogdan has had some good, good um, grass court form this year. He hasn't, you know, got through qualifying events. He's six and two, but this is a, and that's a big result for her against Sam Sonova. So does she keep that run going or does she do the, is it the auto fade where you have a big win and you come back to life? I think this is a tough game. And I think if it was a first round match, there's no way in the world that uh, Bogdan would be minus 225. I think she's got the beating. I think, if you were looking to to have a warm up to face Alicia Parks, you couldn't have a better one than Ludmilla Samsonova. Um, Samsonova's a big server, as we know, um, and that's Parks' main weapon. Parks beat Friedsome, Annalena Friedsome, in round one, who's very much a clay quarter. She was actually sent off underdog for that match, which was a little bit of a surprise. Park's main strength is her serve. It's also one of her weaknesses. She can serve a lot of double faults. She also makes far too many unforced errors, uh, even against Freedsome, who doesn't hit many winners. She hit 25 winners to 33 unforced errors. Bogdan's a lot more solid. And I think having handled Samsonova's serve pretty well, um, I think she'll do the same here. I'm really keen on Bogdan. I think she'll win this in straight sets. So the bet for me here is Bogdan... Minus one and a half sets at plus 120. I just think Parks just, she just makes too many mistakes. I really hope she manages, I don't know if she gets a coach, but to, to help her sort this out. But she's undoubtedly talented, but there's so many errors. It's just, I mean, I've watched her a couple of times this year, once in the flesh in, in Madrid and it's just incredible. You know, sometimes you just, the ball just goes flying into the bottom of the net. No, it's not even the middle of the net sometimes. And she's a real talent, but as I say, just makes too many unforced errors. Yeah, Parks has won a four match losing run before she won the first round here. Bogdan is obviously the one in form and uh, come through qualifying and a lot of grass tools almost and play very well. But uh, the auto fade, win, big win, Samsonova, part of my brain thinking oh let's not let's not get too carried away uh we've got a little bit more time so we might as well mention the last two matches they've just come hot off the press here uh Good martich man. martich minus 265 against dm parry plus 205 dm parry obviously come through a real 
epic battle against it was Kate, was it Swan? It was the British girl. I can't remember. Harriet Dart. Harriet She's Dart. No, Harriet Dart. Yeah. And Martin is minus two sixty five. Parry played some lovely shots. I watched that game, so I bet Parry in running. And uh, I was quite impressed with what she did. And she's a very talented French player. She has, I don't think she's got it mentally, but Martic here is a, is a heavy favourite minus 205. Um, what do you think about that one? Yeah, Perry's getting a bit of a reputation for first round wins because she beat Angelina Kalanina at Roland Garros. She has got a lovely one-handed backhand. But against Dart, she threw away the first set and then won the next two, six love, six four. Martic was given a real scare by Linda Frivertova. Uh, the young Czech actually injured herself in the second set tiebreak, uh, and then she had to pull out during the third. And Martic was four-one up at the time and was definitely going to win. I think Martic should win this reasonably comfortably. She's a good grass court player, um, but I was a bit disappointed with her in round one. Um, so just leaves me a little bit on the fence. But I can't really have a strong opinion about this one. So another n- another match where I'm not going to have a bet. And the final match we're going to talk about, again, another one that's just come through on the Bet Rivers website. Head over there. There's about 36 different betting markets you can have there. You can live stream the matches from the comfort of your own home, on your computer, tablet, or your mobile phone. Uh, Victoria Azarenka against Pod- uh, Podoroska. Uh, but Azarenka minus 420. Podoroska is plus 320. Uh, they met once before. And if you've seen this result, you'll be making sure that you'll be getting your money on the Azarenka, she beat her in this year's Australian Open 6-1-6 love. Uh, it's going to be a little bit closer than that, surely, Rory? Should be. I mean, Azarenka's not in anything like that sort of form at the moment. I mean, she reached the, it's the semis, I think, of the Australian Open. She's found grass a real struggle this year. She only just scraped past China's Yue Yuan in round one. Podoroska, very much a clay court specialist. Of course, she reached the semis at Roland Garros in, in 2020. Um, hasn't done a great deal since. She did take a set off Carolina Mukova at this year's French Open. She won it six love, no less. She has found a bit of form and clay again. I mean, Azarenka should be favourite, but you you can't be backing Azarenka at minus 420 on grass. I think that's just a, a ridiculously short price. She's never really excelled on this surface. That said, she should win. Um, hard to find an angle really, because she could win comfortably. Podoroska could make it close. It's a possibility maybe on the handicap Podoroska, but even so, just could really be... It's it's just a bit difficult to call this one. So, again, one I'm quite happy to leave alone. So there you have it. Ten matches on the women's draw for Thursday's second round action at the Wimbledon Championship, weather permitting. Let's hope... We get the good weather we're expecting over the rest of the week and uh, no more rain delays because of lots of uh, lots and lots of backlog, lots of matches to catch up on. Huge advantage for me if you're in the top half of the draw. Looking good for Kazakina, one of our picks here. Uh, and in the bottom half of the draw, I think if you're a big name, you've got half a chance because you're going to put on the show court. But anyone who's coming through, Mukova, I mean, she's she must have been given the toughest run of everybody so far in the draw. And obviously Kavita, our other pick as well. So... Not ideal, I would say, from our picks, but uh, we need to get it together when we're a committee. They have a, they have a scheduling committee, a scheduling committee. Not this one guy who does the schedule, a schedule. So the committee has to ask someone. Like. It's all around. What a joke! <laughs> and they need to get a new scheduling committee. I'm free on Thursday if you need me. <laughs> uh, anyway, there is uh, four ways you can follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download the podcast, which is ironically called Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, on your preferred podcast provider. You can follow us on our socials, on our Twitter account and our Instagram account at Because We Win. We get all the fabulous content. 
and you can give us a, a subscribe on our YouTube channel. I hope you've already done so already or tell your friends for Wimbledon. Uh, it's the Bet Rivers Network and all the content over Wimbledon for the next 10 days or so now will be on there. Uh, the way it's going at the moment, we may be set up Wimbledon content coming up for the start of the Premier League football season in August, but uh, let's hope not. Let's hope it's done and dusted before then. Uh, Rory, thank you very much for joining me. Have a great evening. I think we'll be back early part of next week to look at the second week with you. I'll be joining Sean Calvert tomorrow. We'll be looking at the men's draw. Hopefully we're looking at some third round matches on the men's draw and uh, give an update on our bets. And hopefully we cash some tickets on the men's and the women's draw before then as well. Uh, take care, everyone. Uh, have a good evening and we'll speak to you again tomorrow.